0: Hey baseball fans, welcome to the Wenatchee Apple Sox podcast with your host, the voice of the Apple Sox, Joel Norman. Game one of the North Division Series goes to the visiting team, the Victoria Harbour Cats, as they take a 6-2 triumph against the Apple Sox. And pretty much all started in the first inning and went from there. Victoria scored three runs in the first despite only collecting one hit in the frame. But that one hit was enough, an infield single to score what was their second of three in the frame. Marco Piracello got it started, let off with a walk. He would eventually score on a bases loaded wild pitch after Trip Clark was hit by a pitch. Brown played at another run with an RBI single and Macias walked. And then Russell Young also was hit by a pitch to drive in a run with the bases loaded. And that one, I think that was kind of the turning point in the game, is that hit by a pitch of Young. Two outs in the inning. There were two strikes up against him. Samuel Round was that close to allowing just the two runs in that inning. But the hit-by-pitch of Russell Young brought in the third run of the frame and ended the day for Round. He went two-thirds of an inning, three runs allowed, two earned on one hit, two walks, one strikeout, as he would toss just 28 pitches in the ballgame. And then Jaden Williamson came on a relief, and he really kept the Apple Sox in the game but that ultimately would not be enough. Now, what actually had several chances after the first inning to really get back into the game, including in the bottom of the first, Frankie Carney led off with a single up the middle, sacrificed the second before MJ Sweeney reached on an error to put runners at first and third, but Brandon Pons grounded it into an inning-ending double play, and the Sox were down three-zip after the first inning. In the second, Jaden Holloway had a two-out double, but he was stranded. After the top of the inning, would actually turned a double play, something they've been doing a lot down the stretch. It was a 4-6-3 double play after two singles to start the inning by Victoria. Williamson kicks and comes home. This ball is swung on, hit over toward the second baseman. David to second for one. Lopez to first. In time for an inning-ending double play. 4-6-3 to retire the side on the top of the second. But as mentioned, the bottom of the second one actually would not get anything going, stranding their second runner of the game. In the third, Williamson recorded a 1-2-3 top of the frame before in the bottom half, Mason Persons was, he struck out, but the ball got away from the catcher, Tyler Davis, and he reached first base. Frankie Carney singled and then MJ Sweeney walked with one out. Now Brandon Pont singled into left field, and it looked like the chance a chance for the Sox to make it just a one-run game. Instead, they would only play one run on the play. The pitch swung on and dumped over the head of the shortstop. Shoop in the left field. Around a round to score persons. Carney chucking home. The relay is in time. So one run will score for Wenatchee. Mitch Darlington comes out to talk about it. That relay will go 7-5-2 on the putout. An RBI single into left field to easily score Persons from third. Carney tried to score from second, but a perfect relay home got him at the plate, and was just another gut punch for the Apple Sox. That double play to end the first inning was a very close call, and so really was that that play at the plate. But both times. They went to the Harbor Cats, and you know how it goes in the postseason—the details matter. Yeah, the Harbor Cats were checking those boxes in game number one. Carson Old would single as the next hitter against Ponce, but Izzy Lopez struck out to strand the bases loaded, so that really hurt. When she got one run in that third inning, but stranded five men over the first three innings, and of course by that point trailing three to one, again felt like a much. Bigger deficit than it really was just based on how strong the Harborcats pitching was throughout this game. Williamson had a strong fourth inning, two ground outs to start before a walk, but then Carson Owen nailed Marco Piracello at second to retire the side in that inning. Piracello at first for the third time in this game. He will take off. as the pitch outside. Owen's throw to second is strong, and it's in time for an oh. inning-ending caught stealing as Carson Owen waves goodbye to Piracello. And Williamson is able to face the minimum and retire the side. When Hatchie came to the plate in the bottom of the fourth, went down in order. And then in the fifth, the Harborcats kind of put this one away at that point. Two runs scored. And again, it was only a four-run lead, but it felt like maybe about a 12-run lead at that point. A one-out double by Tyler Davis. The next batter, Trip Clark, was hit by a pitch for the second time in the game and the third of four hit-by-pitches issued by Apple Sox pitching. Jesse Brown picked up his second RBI of the game to play Davis, and then an error would also score Clark shortly afterwards. So that made it a 5-1 to ball game. The Sox got a run back in the bottom of the sixth after in the bottom of the fifth a leadoff walk and a steal by Frankie Carney with nobody out was stranded. And in the sixth then Carson Owen led off with a single, reached second on an error, and then would score after a wild pitch and a ground out. When actually put the next two hitters aboard with one out, but back-to-back strikeouts by Cody Howard retire the side. And that was pretty much it from there. Williamson would add on some strikeouts, shrunking out the final two batters of the seventh inning before another one in the eighth in an incredible relief outing out of the Apple Sox bullpen. There have only been three innings in which a cat hasn't reached base. Swing and a miss there on the 4 count pitch for strike three. Third punch out of the game for Jaden Williamson, and two down now here in the seventh inning. Williamson looks in, gets the sign, now rocks and deals. Swing and a miss for strike three. Back to back strikeouts for Jaden Williamson, and a one, two, three, seventh inning. The full line on Jaden Williamson, seven and a third, two runs, one earned on five hits, one walk and five strikeouts. He was phenomenal, but it was not enough for the Apple Sox. Braden Boyd came on in the ninth inning, issued three walks and a hit-by-pitch to bring in one run as well as a wild pitch, but would strand the bases loaded with a strikeout. But the Apple Sox had a leadoff single in the ninth inning before a double play ball erased it, and then Frankie Carney went down looking to retire the side and give Wenatchee the tough loss in game number one. So now it's all up to game number two on Wednesday night when the Apple Sox will be at Victoria and needing to win two games at a venue where the Harbor cats went 25-2 in the regular season to keep their season alive. Wenatchee needs to win twice to advance to the North Division Championship game, which, if they get there, would be here on Saturday night. But as mentioned, it's going to be a very difficult task these next couple of days. The 2023 season is the 15th time in their 23-year franchise history that the Wenatchee Apple Sox have earned a postseason berth. This week, the Apple Sox are looking to win their 7th league championship and 6th West Coast League title. Wenatchee has now made the postseason in three of the last four summers and in both seasons under head coach Mitch Darlington. He is the first head coach at Apple Sox history to make the playoffs in each of his first two seasons at the helm. For more information on the Apple Sox history, please visit applesox.com history. Prior to Game 1 of the North Division Series on Tuesday night, I spoke with Apple Sox outfielder Kyle Hennington, who had been away from the team for the past couple of weeks on a planned break, but was back in time for Game Number 1 of the postseason. Give a listen. I'm Joel Norman, and we're joined now by tonight's starting center fielder, Kyle Hennington. He's back after a couple of weeks away, and Kyle, it had to be nice to get a little bit of a breather in there. You joined this team beginning in July, kind of in that heavy stretch of the summer, a lot of games. You got a little bit of a break. How nice was that to
1: just get away from the game and now come back a little bit stronger? It was awesome, man. I mean, you know, got away with some family, some friends, had a great time. Uh... It was cool. Just kind of refresh the mind a little bit, you know, take your mind away from the game because it can be pretty stressful, but ready to get back here and win some baseball.
0: Pretty fun to be joining right in time for game number one of the North Division Series. What's the biggest adjustment for you when you've been away for a little bit and now you're jumping right back into the plate?
1: Uh, You know, I think it's just like my timing. Biggest thing would be timing, but I'm locked in, ready to go. Um, Swing feels good. Um, Arm feels good. BP felt good, so I'm ready to get after it.
0: You guys got to see Victoria a few weeks ago. This was a tough team. Obviously, they took it to you guys in Victoria, but you know before you were with the team, Apple Sox defeated them in all three games here. Should be a heck of a series. What were some of the biggest challenges you saw about this team from afar?
1: Uh, they got they they can swing it. You know their top of the order is really good. Um, they got some good arms, uh, some good ar- arms out of the pen as well. But I think if we just stick to our game plan, move the baseball, and advance runners, we'll we'll be fine.
0: I'm not coming back, seeing a lot of the similar faces from before. Obviously, a few guys have gone since then, but it's got to be kind of cool getting back in the clubhouse and seeing guys from before.
1: Oh, yeah, man. No, it's awesome. Uh, There's a great group of guys. Uh, we love to compete, love to get after it. And um, it was cool, especially pretty close with most of the guys on the team. Some new faces, but I'm getting to know them pretty well. So, yeah, it's cool.
0: How cool is this for you personally compared to, you know, a year ago? You were with Bellingham for a little bit, played a little bit of non-league action with the Cascade Collegiate League. Here you are at the end of, you know, beginning of August, and you're on a playoff roster. How cool is this for you personally?
1: You know, it's awesome, especially at school. We preach winning, and um, here I I want to go win. I want to get a ring, and I want to, yeah, just win, period. And that's all it is, really. It's playoff baseball is all you can do Every every inning, every pitch, you know, just ready to go.
0: The West Coast League playoff format certainly gives you guys a funky schedule with game one at home before going onto to the road for potentially
1: two games. What advantage do you see that you guys have with opening up the series here at home? Well, you know, uh, Victoria's a very good uh, home team, but they've struggled on the road, and I think that uh, if we can get one here, we'll go into the next two games with a pretty good advantage. Um, I have a lot of confidence in our guys that we're going to get it done. So It's going to be a
0: lot of fun. Well, Kyle, thank you for joining us, and best of luck here tonight in game one. Thank you. Thank you. Did you know that 21 former Apple Sox players have made it to the Major Leagues? This past April, Cincinnati Reds right-handed pitcher Casey Legamina became the 20th former Apple Sox player to make his Major League debut, and then the Apple Sox got their 21st former player to make it to Major League Baseball when Alec Jacob debuted for the San Diego Padres in mid-July. You might recognize a few other names across Major League Baseball. Marco Gonzalez of the Seattle Mariners, Drew Rasmussen of the Tampa Bay Rays, Ryan Kreidler of the Detroit Tigers, Griffin Canning of the Los Angeles Angels, and Michael Tolia of the Colorado Rockies. And those are just a few other players in the majors who previously spent a summer in Wenatchee. You never know which guy on this summer's Apple Sox team will one day find him suiting up in the big leagues at the highest level of baseball. To learn more about Apple Sox players playing professional baseball, please visit applesox.com and select the Apple Sox in the Pros drop-down option on the About column. Looking at the other scores from the WCL as the Black Bears walk off the Corvallis Knights five to four in the bottom of the 10th inning. The Knights led by a four to nothing score heading into the bottom of the eighth. Cowlitz erased that deficit with a four spot and then got a walk-off home run in the bottom of the 10th inning. So now Cowlitz, who just had a record-setting regular season with 33 victories, if they can get one more tomorrow night, or on Thursday as well, they will advance to the West Coast League's South Division Championship game, and they would knock off Corvallis. We've seen this happen before, though, with the Knights. In 2021, they dropped the first game of a three-game the three-game West Coast League Championship Series, but then went on to to win the next two both at home, and I think the real hard part of that series begins in the next game coming up on Wednesday night, a 6.35 p.m. game at Goss Stadium, the six-time defending West Coast League champions with their season on the line. Other final from the WCL on the first day of the North Division Series between the Bellingham Bells and the Kelowna Falcons, a very Bellingham victory, a 1-0 triumph in front of 1,812 fans at Elk Stadium. In a game in which Ryan Bitel went seven scoreless innings, Trevor Moore tossed a scoreless eighth, and then in the ninth inning, a scoreless frame also tossed by James Trimble to put the Kelowna Falcons season on the brink as well. And Not like they weren't pretty much in that game either. That was a a great start that they got from Cohen Van Klooster when he went eight innings, one run on two hits, two walks, and five strikeouts, but it was not enough. So then to look at the scores around the West Coast League to start the postseason, let's run through the numbers to wrap things up from game number one of the North Division Series as the Apple Sox season is on the brink. They'll need to win Wednesday night to continue it after falling to Victoria. The visitors, the Harbor Cats, score six runs on six hits, commit two errors, and strand nine men on the base paths. And Wenatchee scores two runs on eight hits, commits three errors, and leaves eight men on the bases. The win goes to Cody Howard, who in relief was superb. 3 innings, 1 run allowed on 2 hits, 1 walk and 5 strikeouts, while the loss goes to Sam Round. He got 2 outs in the first inning left after facing 8 hitters. He gave up 3 runs, 2 earned, 1 hit, 2 walks, 2 hit by pitches and 1 strikeout on 28 pitches. The time of the game for the first game of the postseason was 2 hours and 57 and 2 hours and 57 minutes and 1012 fans on hand for this one at Paul Thomas Senior Stadium. So now it's up to the Apple Sox. They're going to have to do something that's been very difficult and we're going to have to check the record books to see if it's been done before. They have to win games two and three on the road to try and continue their season. It's going to be a tall task, but this team has stood tall in the face of adversity all summer and it's going to be a heck of an achievement if they can get it done. It's going to be a tough test, though, going to the Victoria Harbor Cats Royal Athletic Park where they are 25-2 and in WCL play. That game will get started at 6.35 on Wednesday night. Pre-game coverage on the Apple Sox radio network begins at 6.10 with the Apple Sox pre-game show presented by Kennedy Real Estate Group. And that is when we will talk to you next. Thanks for tuning in to the Wenatchee Apple Sox podcast. If you enjoyed it and don't already... Please subscribe to get updates on our newest episodes. Make sure to like the Apple Sox on Facebook and follow at Apple on Twitter or Instagram. Wenatchee Apple Sox Baseball, celebrating summer one inning at a time.